Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. I'm Ashley, your host, and I'm so excited you're here. For those of you who are new, welcome, my friend. I'm so excited you've decided to be on this journey with me, this journey of living a life with intention, with learning how to manage our time better so we can do the things that are truly going to bring so much peace and love and joy and happiness into our lives and to be able to achieve the things that we want in life, whatever area of life you're focusing on, maybe that's your finances, your career or mission, your time, maybe you want to get better with your time, maybe it's your relationships, did I say that already? (laughs) Maybe it's your relationships, Um, whatever area, or your health and fitness, whatever area of your life you're focusing on. I'm just glad that you're here and I'm so excited to be a part of this journey with you. Now, there were so many things I wanted to talk about today. It was like, it's the first, well, it is the first episode of the year and I'm just like, oh my gosh, which, which episode, what should I talk about? And there's so many things, right? And I, I just felt like this one felt really aligned with starting out the new year, especially with just finishing 2023, right? And if you reflected on your year, sometimes we can focus on the things that we didn't achieve, maybe the things that were lacking. And first of all, I just want to remind you, like, I know you did your best. I know you did your best with what you had. And it's not that you don't want to change. It's not that you don't want to achieve your goals. It's just that you don't have the right systems in place. And that's what this episode's about. Okay, and I really hope it helps you in any way, but I just wanted to remind you to to just sit back and freaking pat yourself on the shoulder or on the back and allow yourself to celebrate and really acknowledge the accomplishments from last year. However big or small that was, maybe you didn't reach your big goal, that's okay. But I just want you to really just take a moment to celebrate 2023 and all the lessons from all our mistakes, right? The mistakes and things that we did. We're like, oh my goodness, why did I do that? Or why didn't I do that? Let's focus on the positive first. Focus on the things that we did really well. And then we can focus on what do I need to improve on? Okay, friends. So The thing with goals, I'm going to talk about, first of all, I'm going to just, if you're not really familiar with what systems are, I want to just introduce you to that and how it relates to habits and routines. And then I just want to talk about three issues with goals. And I get this from the book Atomic Habits. I absolutely love this book. It's freaking awesome. It's by James Clear. If you haven't read it already, I highly, a thousand percent recommend you go out, buy it and read it. Um, I I absolutely love this book and it's something that I really apply into my life and so I want to help you and just what I've learned and how it, how I've applied it to my life and that way you can apply it to yours. So I'll go over those three problems with, with the goals and then we'll talk a little bit about how to actually put this into practice. Okay, so first thing is let's just use the example of losing weight. Okay, we set this goal, right? Because I know a lot of us, that's a very common goal of losing some weight, getting into shape, working out, eating better. So let's just use that example as a goal. First of all, let's think about the goal. So you want to lose 20 pounds, let's say by 
by May, right, when it's time for swimsuit season, okay? So the system is like your overall plan for your weight loss, right? It involves the bigger picture. It involves like what methods you're going to use to really reach your goal. So for example, that might include things like you know that you need to have regular and you know consistent exercise. You have to start eating a balanced and maybe calorie-controlled diet, staying hydrated, getting enough sleep, right? Because we know how important sleep is for our muscle recovery and all that good stuff, right? So these elements together are going to form your weight loss system, what you need to do in order to achieve that goal. Now, the way I see it, see it is like your system is the umbrella and under that is your habits and your routines. So the habits for losing that weight, and again, habits are the specific things that you do consistently every day that are going to help you achieve the results that you want. They are the small, repeatable actions that really become a part of your routine. So an example of this that applies to this weight loss goal that we're using is drinking a glass of water before each meal or going for a walk every morning or maybe you're choosing fruit as a snack instead of cupcakes or donuts from the break room, whatever that is, right? That is the habit that you're doing every day in order to achieve your goal, right? And then routines, the, what, how this would apply for routines for wanting to lose that weight is your morning routine may Im- involve waking up early and going to the gym or going for a walk, maybe going to dance class, maybe getting on your Peloton app uh, or bike, sorry, <laughs> or having a healthy breakfast. Maybe your evening routine consists of prepping your gym clothes for the morning for tomorrow's workout or getting your um, meals ready for the next day for work. That is That could be like your nighttime routine to prep you for the next day so that you set yourself up for success, right? So that is a routine. So it's like your system, right? These All these parts that are going to go into really helping you achieve that desired outcome, which is getting in shape, feeling more energized, feeling stronger, right? And then you kind of break it down into the habits and into the routines. So in summary, your your system is the overall plan, right? That includes exercise, diet, hydration, and sleep. And then your habits are the small repeatable actions like drinking water before each meal or going for a walk. And then your routines are specific sequences of those habits like a morning routine or an evening routine, or even a pre-workout routine. Like I would have, I still do it now, but I I remember I was very intentional with it. Now it's kind of become a habit, but I have this like routine where I work throughout the day and especially my days off. And then I usually go to the 5.30 gym class and I would usually start maybe like around 4.50. I do my pre-workout routine which is like getting dressed, drinking my energy drink, maybe um, putting some music on um, and just kind of get hyped up for for my workout, getting my water jug ready, um, getting my gym bag ready, whatever that is. That's kind of like my little pre-workout routine. It kind of gets me hyped up and like ready to go work out. So that's just an example of that. So now that we know that, let's, let's go into a little bit about why... 
there are some issues with goals and why we should focus more on the systems that we have in place instead of focusing so much on the goal, on that specific goal. And I'm not saying goals, having having or setting goals are not or are useless. They're not completely useless. But I think that when we take this approach of like focusing more on our systems, we just have a higher chance of achieving the desired outcomes that we that we want in our life. And James Clear will say in his book, like goals are about the results that we want to achieve and systems are really about the processes that are going to lead to those results that we want. Now, the results become the byproduct of your daily habits and your routines. And I think that's really what's contributed a lot to my life, my health and fitness lifestyle. Like now it's become a lifestyle. Like I remember back then when it was like, it was hard work and it was, it took a lot of effort to show up. But I think when I look back, I'm like, wow, I did have systems in place and I still do now that really helped me to continue staying strong, to continue staying in shape, to continue feeling energized and ready to take on the day. Because I really do think that your physical health, it starts with your physical health. If you don't have your physical health, then it's hard to want to start a business. It's hard to want to spend time with family, run around with your kiddos or whatever, right? Like I think it really starts with your physical health. Okay, so what is the first problem with goals? The first problem is that goals are temporary. And he he writes in the book, like, you're treating the symptom without really addressing that underlying issue. And I'll give you a good example. So one of my focus this year is my finances, right? I'm really focused on saving money, investing more, maxing out my Roth IRA, and learning just more about investing. And lately I've been reading a lot of books on investing because I do have a goal of financial freedom. And I would keep thinking that I can't get to that unless I find a higher paying job, right? And I began with the goal of looking for a better job than I'm at right now. And as I'm reading these different books, something that keeps coming up over and over again is that People think that they need a higher paying job so they can begin to invest, so they can begin to save money, but that we don't actually focus or address that underlying issue, which is our spending habits. And let me tell you, I order a lot from Amazon, okay? It's like an addiction. And I recently had to remove my credit card from my Amazon account I've canceled my Prime membership because I'm like, okay, if I really need something, then I will pay that shipping, right? And I think it's like, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that because it's a whole nother story. (laughs) But yes, it's like I really have an addiction to Amazon. And when I'm stressed or when I'm sad or emotional, I've noticed that I have this pattern of wanting to buy things, especially on Amazon. And so I can achieve the goal of finding a higher paying job. But the things that I do on the daily, on the weekly, with my spending habits, those aren't being addressed. So I'm setting up systems to really help me in achieving my ultimate goal of financial freedom. Now, you start with the end in mind, right? So you you build out this like vision or ideal life that you want and you break it down. What can I do within the next year? And for me, I'll share this with you. 
for me it's to really max out my Roth IRA and build my emergency fund up up until up up to sorry up to six months and contribute to my travel fund because I want to take an international trip and really just pay all cash and so the systems that I have in place is really automating my monthly bills so that's automatically being deducted I automatically put money into my savings account every time I get paid and into my Roth account. And then from there, I just need to set time to go in there and actually make the investments, right? Choose the investments that I want. And then I break it down even further. Like, okay, so what do I need to do? I need a meal prep so I can save on money, save money eating out. And then, because I, I would eat out a lot with friends or family. And I've also decided that on Fridays, I've called them my finance Fridays, right? Where I'll be reading on investing or taking a finance course, whatever I need to do in order to become an intelligent investor, because that is my goal. Even if I break it down to the daily, which is meditation, journaling, really reminding myself, why did I start? Why am I making these sacrifices? And even checking my money account. The second problem with goals is that goals tend to put you into this mental box, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I know that I have found myself saying like, when I get there, then I'll be happy. When I achieve this, then I'll be happy. And I think we tend to delay our happiness until we reach this certain goal in our life. And I think it's really about falling in love with the process. And this is something that James Clear also talks about in his book. And for example, health and fitness for me, it's been such a journey that I don't really, when it comes to my health and fitness, I don't really have specific goals anymore because with these systems in place, with my meal prepping, with the habits I do every day, um, it's just kind of led me there already to my desired results. And I'm happy with that. Now, if I was doing bodybuilding, then yes, I'd have to get really specific on my goals, right? I'd have to probably do some um, macro counting, um, really just everything being super precise, um, but that's not what I want. I'm actually really happy with where I'm at right now with my strength, with my physical health, and I think that's, you know, the mind-body connection is so real. And so I think I'm really happy with that. And I just have these systems in place that have kept me going and continue to feel that way. And so I think that sometimes if it's like, if we don't reach our goal, that specific goal, then it's like, then we're failures, you know? And it's like, it's more about the process. And there's this quote that I absolutely love from Kobe Bryant. And it's, I've seen this reel before so many times. And it goes, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. That is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination. It's the journey. And I absolutely love that. Absolutely love that quote from Kobe Bryant because it's so true. And I'll share something with you. Last year, I remember telling myself, and it's crazy because like I literally did this last year. When I launched my podcast, I said, okay, when I reach to 1,000, like uh, 1K downloads, that'll be great. That'll be awesome, right? Like I'll be freaking happy. 
Then I got to 1,000, and I'm like, okay, let me push it to 5,000. Then I got to 5,000, I'm like, oh my God, okay, let me just push it to 10,000, then I'll feel like I'm worthy, then I'll feel good, then I'll feel happy. I remember reaching 10,000 downloads and feeling like, okay, what's next? Let's go, keep going. And not really celebrating the wins, that those small wins, and not really acknowledging like, hey, I've been consistent this whole time. I've been enjoying sitting down, really being intentional with the content I'm putting out, enjoying the time speaking into the mic, the people that I get to connect with, how my listeners have responded. And it's like I was so focused, like, okay, until I reach this goal, then I'll feel good. Then I'll feel like it's all worth it. And it ha- like I had to take a hard look in the mirror and like remind myself, hey, enjoy the process. Continue doing what you're doing as long as it's something that still feels aligned with you and you completely love it, you know, and obviously I'm not saying there are hard times. There will be hard times and there will be times when you're tired and you don't feel like doing it. You don't feel like working out. You don't feel like waking up early, but it's reminding ourselves why we're doing it and just fully loving the process. So I thought this was such a great, um, Like, I know it's a problem, and I think that my example was like, oh my God, like, I know this has happened to me, and I really want to share with you, so in case you've experienced this, you know, this you're not alone in it, right? Okay, so the third problem here is that goals are really focused on winning the game, whereas systems really keep you playing the game. And in the book, he focuses on your overall system's are more important rather than just a single goal. It's really about the continuous improvement, getting 1% better every day. And the byproduct of those systems, of those habits, of those routines are going to lead you to the desired outcome. The byproduct is a desired outcome, right? And although we might not see it at the beginning because these are small little habits that we're doing, it's going to compound over time. And that is the essence of the book, right? Think about that goal. Think about, have you ever set a goal for yourself? Like, I wanna lose 15 pounds by summertime for my Mexico vacation or for my birthday trip. And so you do all the things that you need to do to get there, you lose the weight, but what happens after? We revert back to our old habits. Then we gain the weight back because we no longer really have anything to motivate us. But what's the long-term, right? Because this was more of a short-term win and it was we were focused on the short-term versus the long-term, right? For me, long-term, I wanna feel strong. I wanna have energy. I wanna be able to live a long, good quality of life. I wanna hike and travel with my niece and nephew. They're going to be, like when they turn around 30, I'll be in my 60s. So it's like, I see my, I'm thinking about that now. I am thinking about like, I want to be healthy as much as possible so I can do the things that I want to do with my niece, my nephew, and hopefully my, my future children. And that's what pulls me. That is my core reason for going to the gym for four times a week for eating healthy when I could be eating out every day 
for meditating, for journaling, all those things. I'm doing this for my future self, for the life that I want, the life that I want for my future family. So what are the daily habits and routines that need to be in place in order to get those results? Okay, so we've talked a little bit about why goals are a little bit of a problem, right? We talked about how goals are temporary and how that's an issue, how goals put you in this mental box and how goals are more focused about winning the game, whereas systems really help you keep playing the game. Okay, and so now I want to talk a little bit about how do we get started about figuring out what systems we need in place. And honestly, it starts with the end in mind. I want you to write down or just even think about it. Take some time to just think about these next few questions. What is your ideal life? Write it out. I mean, I have an Excel sheet here for my finances, like what I want my life to look like. And I'll show you, actually, I'll I'll pull it up right here for you. I'm going to read this because again, this is just for my finances and like how I want my life to be and why I want to save money, why I want to max out my Roth, all that good stuff. Okay. Let me see what I wrote here. So I wrote that I get to spend time doing the things that truly fill my heart and my soul. Things like spending time with my future daughter or son being a wife, going on nature walks. I put biohacking my health, going on trips with family. Because at the end of the day, that's what truly matters to me. I want to soak up every bit of this life, every moment, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I don't want to have to worry about money as I get older. And I don't want my children to have to worry about money when I'm older. I want to be present in my life and not working for a paycheck just to get by. So that's what I wrote out for my ideal life and why I wanted that freedom, that financial freedom. Okay, so think about what what your ideal life looks like. Anything that you feel like, and it's okay to dream a little bit. Like you deserve to, to really craft this ideal life for yourself. And so what I do next is, okay, so then what are the goals we can set this year? to just get you closer to that ideal life. And so I listed four goals this year. I want to max out my Roth. I want to begin earning um, income from additional source. So my plan is to start a coaching business. And then third goal is to increase my emergency fund to a total of six months. My last goal is to increase my income from my full-time job by finding a new job or getting a promotion. Right. So those are my big goals for the next year. So really, like, what are some things choose anywhere from one to five, maybe six goals for the year? What is it that you think? What is it that you can achieve in a year that would lead you to that ideal life that you want? Now, after that, break it down into quarterly goals. How will these each help you to reach your yearly goals? So for me, each quarter, I have to invest a certain amount of money into my Roth and a certain amount of money into my high yield savings account. Okay. So you'll do that the same thing for your big yearly goals, break them down into quarterly goals. Now, the next thing is breaking it down into monthly goals. So you'll break these quarterly goals into monthly goals, and this will really help you um, stay on track, right? So for me, I've done it every month and it's the same. 
right? It's the same amount. I've just kind of divided it into 12 months. How much I have to each month contribute to my Roth, how many shifts I have to work extra in order to really help me with that, and how much I'm automatically depositing into my high yield savings account every month. So that will really help you stay on track. Now I break it down into weekly goals. And for me, this is where you kind of make it fun, right? Like what are the things you can do on a weekly to really help with your monthly, with your quarterly, and with your yearly goals? An example for me when it comes to this is meal prepping, not eating out as much, saving money on that because I spend so much money, guys, on eating out. It's ridiculous. And having my financial Fridays, my finance Fridays, right, where I'm reading an article, learning how to invest, reading a book. And the third thing that I'm including into my weekly goals is having a money date with myself. And I'm making this really fun. And I actually learned this from a guest that I just interviewed that will be coming out later on this month. And she helps nurses how to start investing. And so she mentioned um, having a money date with yourself every week. And this can be like taking an hour to just look over your finances, where are you for the week, What's maybe your weekly goal for next week? Things like that. And so I plan to go to a bookstore and really just make it so much fun and have my coffee and have that as like a self-care moment for me. So highly recommend doing that if you're looking into having finance goals, right? Like getting a better handle on your finances. Okay, so those are my weekly. Then I break it down into daily routine. What's that routine that I need to do on a daily to really help me with everything else, cause, right? Because it starts from that and moves upward. So for me, that's journaling, that's meditating, and that's looking at my vision board every day. And I have it on my desktop, I have it on my phone, and it's just a reminder of why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, why I am making these sacrifices of not eating out as much and saving money and cooking at home, why I'm not out and about going out every weekend, right? Or purchasing all these Amazon purchases because I have these big goals that I want. And it really starts with what am I doing on a daily every day? And it's about improving. How can I get better? Even if it's 1%, 1% better each day. And I promise you, friend, that is going to compound over time. Okay, so I know this can be a little overwhelming. I totally get it. But I promise you it's so worth it if you just take the time, 20 minutes, maybe even 15, right? 10, 15 minutes to just sit down and break this all up. What are your big goals for the year? How can we break that down into quarterly goals, monthly goals, weekly goals, and what are the daily habits and routines that we need to have in place in order to support that? And, you know, going back to this example of losing weight, right? I can include some examples for that. Like, let's say choosing, right? Again, we're looking at the overall big picture, like what are the things that we need to focus on? Exercise, diet, maybe just choosing one thing to focus on right now. I think that sometimes we can get a little overwhelmed with all the things that we need to do in order to achieve our goal. But what if we just say, okay, I'm going to focus on moving more. I know that I need to exercise more, maybe on my days off. And what's that going to look like for me? Is that going to be 30 minutes of walking, jogging, going to CrossFit like I do? right? At least three to four times a week. Is that um, scheduling breaks during the day, like stretching or doing some short walks if I'm at home? 
or let's say you're wanting to focus on nutrition. Maybe you say you're thinking, okay, I'm pretty active. It's just really my diet and focusing on a system like that. What do you want to follow a certain meal plan? Maybe you're wanting to do more Mediterra- uh, Mediterranean or if you're wanting to do whole 30, like I'm doing, right? So what is it that you're wanting to do in order to have this system for eating better? Um, maybe meal prepping, taking your lunch to work so you don't feel tempted to want to eat the break room snacks, taking your high protein snacks, right? Instead and choosing that instead, right? So it's like, what are the things that we can do that are really going to add up and really help us achieve that outcome that we want? Maybe you're wanting to focus more on your sleep because with, without that sleep, right, you're not sleeping well and maybe you don't have the energy to go work out the next day. How can we establish a consistent sleep schedule? How can we create a bedtime routine that's going to help us like signal our brain like, hey, it's time to go to bed. It's time to get some rest whatever that looks like for you. I want to include two bonus tips here. Something that can really help you when it comes to these habits and routines that are going to really make up your system, the systems for the things that you want to achieve. The first thing is really setting reminders. Like I set daily limits for social media. I used to have an alarm for shutting down. Like now I just do it like because it's just become a habit. So I don't need that alarm. Where it's like, okay, I know my brain knows at this time I need to step away from my computer, step away from work, anything having to do with the podcast, anything having to do with business, with what I'm learning, and just now go into my evening routine, making some tea, cleaning up, spending time with my nephew, reading, anything that I want to read that's more just for pleasure. The second tip here is to adjust and evolve. Be flexible. Things are going to change. Things are going to happen. And you might even, you might not even want to go for that goal anymore, right? And maybe there are certain habits or routines that just don't fit your schedule, fit your lifestyle, and that's okay. Be flexible, adjust, and continue to grow. Continue to improve. And that is a huge you know, um, core teaching in the book, Atomic Habits, is that 1% improvement, getting better every day. And it really is just part of the journey. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it helped you to really look at goals in a different light and instead shining the light on how we can implement better systems into our life to be able to, again, get to where we want to go, achieve the results that we want to achieve. If this helped you in any way, please share with another friend that you think can really benefit from this episode. And again, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you next week, friend.